Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Football. Welcome into today's episode of Purple Day. A little mix of how to fix the Vikings, Mel Kuyper's first mock draft, and a little more juicy speculation for you. But we always quench our thirst on this show, a football-sized thirst with Corona Hard Seltzer, Declan. Yeah, if I was uh, if I was doing a mock draft of Corona Hard Seltzer, I think that, that first one off the board is always going to be that Blackberry Lime. I've made it very clear my feelings towards the Blackberry Lime. It's that's the Trevor Vikings Lawrence wins. of Corona Hard it Seltzer is. flavors. It's the Trevor Lawrence. It really is. You know, I, I the BYU kid... If I was a Zach Wilson guy, it's probably the mango because the mango is a little different. It's a little athletic. I like it. <laughs> it's athletic. It's great, it's, athletic. In, it, it's great in space. Yeah, it's great in space. It's got a killer arm. Oily hips. Oily yeah. hips. Big time cannon of an arm. That's 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 Zach Wilson. <laughs> this month and every month throughout the year, discover Corona Hard Seltzer, the only hard seltzer made with pure beach vibes, with a refreshing splash of fruit flavors such as tropical lime, mango, cherry, and blackberry lime. Corona Hard Seltzer is a tasty spike sparkling water with a splash of natural fruit flavor that allows you to enjoy the moment. In each can, Corona Hard Seltzer has zero carbs, zero sugar, 90 calories, and is gluten-free. Relax responsibly. Corona Hard Seltzer spikes sparkling water with natural flavors imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. You like that? You like that? Football. Quarterback in the face. I want to do it. <laughs> Brian Baldinger doesn't just like football; he loves football. Sometimes you just got to try the quick jam. The quick jam. Bam! Just get on. Get on as quick as you can. Boom! Then get off him. And you get ready to dance. Shuffle, slide, shuffle, slide. Football! Football! Yeah! yeah. Football! Yeah. Football! Yeah. Football. Yeah. We have more too. It's a, that <laughs> sounds, me, sounds like the slide. Yeah. What? What was shuffle, that song? Slide, shuffle. The electric slide. The electric slide. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like the electric slide. Brian Baldinger doesn't just like football; he loves football. Little quick jam. Little bam. Little punch. Knock him off balance. You got to change it up. You get the predator off balance, and then you dance. <laughs> football. football. The predator. Yeah. Did he just say you get the predator off balance and then you dance? We've graduated to predators now. Mm-hmm. We have predators. <laughs> the predator. It's a football invasion. It's not an opponent. It's not an adversary. 
It's not the guy across the other line, uh, the no, line of scrimmage. It's the predator. It's the predator. You get the predator off balance. He's trying right. to. He's trying to break into your home. <laughs> Uh, so, boys, we uh, wow! Yesterday's episode was one of our most popular episodes, non-Vikings vent line related, that we've had in a few months on Purple Daily. It's our it's our full putting to bed of the Green Bay Packers and also what the Vikings can learn from Championship Weekend. A lot of Aaron Rodgers speculation in there too. So, be sure to check that out if you missed it yesterday. We usually do. How to fix the Vikings on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I think it's going to be kind of an abbreviated How to fix the Vikings. Um, although I guess you have a you have a question that you want to pose that's sort of do you wish the Vikings were a different team? Yes. And you have one. So yeah, that, I don't know if it's, if it's fixing them. It's more trading places. So we'll get to that. But I woke up this morning and it was Christmas Day. If you are a mocker, I don't know if you guys had the same feeling of elation when you scrolled through social media and you saw the 1.0 mock of one Mel Kuyper. Junior boys. I want a mock. This is the first one. And they always have Todd McShay go first. Like, yeah. well, why don't you go first? He's we'll, the warm we'll up act. There. Yep. yep. He's the warm up. They, they the send him out. The yeah, they send him out, and we're like, okay, yeah. We want Mel. We want Mel. <laughs> and Mel makes him wait like an hour and a half. You know, Mel, Mel's still back at the hotel. Hello, drinking mockers. some whiskey. <laughs> So, Mel Kuyper's 1.0. We're going to go through. If you could play some appropriate music here, Declan. Set the mood. I the feel like you could mood. go top 10 and Vikings. I think so. I think I'm just going to go through it here. Like it's Mel, so. All right, number one overall. And by the way, Mel doesn't do trades. Okay, very notoriously does not try to project trades. This right. is just if everyone picked where they're supposed to pick. Right. Then the Jacksonville Jaguars would take Trevor Lawrence, number one. The New York Jets could do anything. I mean, they could take, I mean, if they're going to keep Sam Darnold, they could take an offensive lineman. They could draft a quarterback. Mel Kuyper has them taking... Wide receiver, Alabama, Devontae Smith, mm-hmm. to help out their current quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Miami Dolphins taking Jamar Chase. So two wide receivers in the top three. Just showing. I mean, those two guys are just ridiculous, maybe generational talents. The BYU kid, Zach Wilson, going number four to the Atlanta Falcons, which then opens up the door for Matt Ryan, 36 years old, to be available for trade. or And so Justin Fields still very much there. And he's still there because the Bengals take Panay Sewell, the offensive tackle from Oregon at five. I know where he's going now. Okay. The other wide receiver stud from Alabama, Jalen Waddle, going six to the Eagles, who don't have any good players at wide receiver anymore. Yep. And then the Detroit Lions, who've already said they're going to get rid of Matt Stafford, Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. So three quarterbacks in the first seven picks. Yeah, because I, I saw a mock last night that had the BYU kid going to, the, to Detroit. So they might end up in good shape quarterback-wise no matter what. Looks like Teddy becomes available because at number eight, Trey Lance from North Dakota State quarterback goes to the Panthers. Okay. So, Declan, your guy would be would be available for $20 million. But number nine to the, to the Broncos, Micah Parsons, linebacker from Penn State. Ten to the Cowboys, Rashawn Slater, offensive lineman from Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giants taking tight end Kyle Pitts from Florida. Niners taking Patrick Sertain. Uh, from Alabama, cornerback. And then the Chargers taking Christian Dar- uh, Darisaw, the offensive tackle from Virginia Tech, which brings us to number 14, okay. to the Minnesota Vikings. According to the godfather of Mox, Mel Kuyper, he's got them taking offensive lineman from USC, Elijah Vera Tucker. I want a Mock! Mock! All right, he's got Mac Jones going to the Patriots at 15, which means five quarterbacks in the first 15 picks. 
So this is the write-up for Elijah Vera Tucker. Speaking of rising prospects, Vera Tucker had scouts around the league buzzing after a tremendous season. He moved from guard to left tackle and dominated for the Trojans. At six foot four, three fifteen, he could play either position at the next level. The Vikings must solidify their offensive line around Cousins, even after spending second round picks on Ezra Cleveland and Brian O'Neill in recent years. And Vera Tucker could be the long term answer on the left side of the line. Cousins plays best. When his running game is humming, and Vera Tucker is a great run blocker as well. Interesting. Last That's, time I haven't seen his name yet. In this no, spot. and last time that, that the the Vikes, of course, used a first round pick on a tackle from USC was uh, let's see who. Oh, Matt Khalil. Uh, that is intriguing. I think I honestly right now would lean towards defensive line. I think they're going to go defensive line in the first round. I'm not. I'm not advocating it. But I think that's what they're going to do. Just for fun here, Mel, some of the other names that we've sort of seen on the defensive side that have popped up. So uh, Jalen Phillips is the defensive end from Miami that we see pop up. He's going 17 to the Raiders. And then Declan's guy that we just did a Dex reviews on, Quiddy Pay, the edge rusher from Michigan, going 21st to the Colts. Mm -hmm. And the other defensive lineman from Miami, Gregory Russo, going 22nd to the Titans. So there's some other names that we've seen on the defensive lineman front. And, uh, and Mel Kuyper's got those guys after the Vikings pick at 14. So h- how do you feel about five quarterbacks in the first 15 picks there, too? Definitely a couple of busts in there if teams are reaching you know that it aggressively. Feels like? It's starting to feel a little bit like, and I do think that, I think that Lawrence is going to be outstanding, and I think Fields has a chance. But you know what? It's starting to feel like the Ponder draft. Yeah, like if, where like everyone the was desperate, take Mac Jones where, at 15. Where everyone who had to get a quarterback was just desperate. And they basically bailed on common sense. And they're like, yeah. screw it, I'll just take this guy, right? Yeah. Like, Ponder was a pick that the Vikings felt like, okay, the rest of the quarterbacks are gone. What should we do? Take another one. Yeah. Uh, it's starting to, to feel like that. Because Mac Jones at 15 feels forced. It's completely forced. I, Especially, for, okay, it's not like Bill Belichick. Maybe I'm wrong. He's not going to coach for like eight more years. Why would he want to do I don't think they're going to go the rookie quarterback route. I think the Patriots are more likely to, in this game of musical chairs to get a quarterback to wind up with like a Matt Matthew Stafford, Stafford or something. Yeah. Stafford makes perfect sense there, right? Yeah. So or Kirk Cousins. So no. What no. Do you, yeah, Kirk Cousins. What do you feel is going to be uh since Mel does not do trades? If the Jets decide not to take a QB who do you think is going to go get a QB? Because I think that someone's going. If the Jets, if the Jets are truly not going to take one, and it, it sounds like, and I know it sounds crazy now, but that they might actually try and bring Darnold back and be successful there. Yeah. Who do you think gets up there to two and gives up a ton to do so? And do you think they take Fields or Zach Wilson? Boy, I could see the I could see the Broncos trying to move up. I think the Broncos have been so quarterback starved. They've whiffed on first round picks. They've whiffed on a couple signings. Like in terms of teams that I could see reek of desperation to try and get up and might be panicked that their guy might not be there. I could see the Broncos looking at Zach Wilson and saying, dude, we we gotta get this guy. And we're gonna trade, you know, our ninth pick, next year's first round pick. I could see them. Um some of these other teams are in interesting positions and like the Falcons don't need a quarterback this year. But their current one is thirty six. Yeah. So how you know how desperate are they? The li- the Lions are going to need a quarterback. Yes. Are they going to aggressively trade up? I could. I so I could see the Lions doing it, but the Broncos kind of scream to me at nine of like, 
if you don't move up, there's going to be three guys off the board before you get there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh. Interesting, interesting or mock Broncos, Four quarterbacks in the first eight picks. Or G- George Payton could take a page from his guy Spielman's playbook and say, I'm not going to draft one. I'm going to go get one, too. Because, I mean, there is going to be that, – that's the one thing that makes this different to me, Phil, is the offseason movement of veteran QBs is going to be staggering. It's nuts. Like, just I want a mock! Mock! <laughs> put a bow on the mock. That's uh, that's Mel Kuyper's 1.0 mock draft there. Dex, you can rip that music. I can't remember the last time where we even had a discussion about this, this many. It's the magnitude. This many potential high-profile QBs Almost certain to change yeah. teams, and we. So I think on tomorrow's show we'll actually like we'll take that bin of quarterbacks and sort of sift through them and rank them and see where Kirk Cousins falls and whatnot. But you're right, like this is. I also think a lot of this. Look at some of the teams that are that are saying we're going to move on or that Mel Kiper has projected drafting quarterbacks. It's the traditional pocket passers that they're moving on from, right? Yep. It's it's the Lions moving off Matt Stafford. It's the Falcons moving off Matt Ryan, and mm-hmm. there and there's some age things in there for sure. It's the Panthers sort of moving off of, like, Bridgewater is not the most mobile guy, and there's some injury issues there. Um, so, like, the Lions going from going from Matt Stafford to young Justin Fields, and uh, I think we've seen how mobile Zach Wilson is compared to what Matt Ryan has become in his mid-30s. Like, teams are looking around the league and saying, we need someone who can run away from pressure because it's hard right. to get five perfect offensive linemen. Right, exactly. Right. Let me ask you this before we get into some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Now that you've seen Godfather Mock here, and he's saying there are going to be five quarterbacks drafted in the top 15 picks here, and the Vikings aren't going to draft one of them. Percent chance the Vikings draft a quarterback in the first round. The I Packers think, did it with Rodgers last yeah, year. Yeah, I think it's about 5%. I think it's pretty low, too. I, I think that, this, that Zim and Spielman are going to be all in on trying to fill, right or wrong, immediate needs. I agree. And that's why I think they go D-line if Zim gets his way. And I I would put the second I would put the second best chance at O-line. So I think they either and part of this depends on one thing. Does Riley Reef have after he really got screwed at the beginning of last year and was told to take a pay cut or take a hike and he shopped himself and t- teams were, were like, we can't sign you now. Yeah. Does Riley Reef accept the fact that when the Vikings come to him and say, oh boy, sorry about this, Reefy, but we're going to have to cut your salary Reefy, again, Reefy. Reefy boy. Riles, hey, Riles, Reefer. got some bad news for you. Does he take that or does he say, screw you, I'm out? Because I do think that he could get probably like a two year contract mm-hmm. somewhere right now. Because if he walks and now you got to move Cleveland to left tackle potentially, you you've got a lot of needs now. And, and luckily, you'll know how that plays out yes. before the draft. But that would change so. my. But if Reef walks, then I think the odds of the offensive line being just in the first round go up by a lot. But I would go right now: defensive line, offensive line, quarterback. I'd probably put like fifth. Like I, I personally. Would explore it, yeah, but, but I don't think they will. Yeah. Also, you're not like if if the mock if the mocks are right here, if Mel Kiper is right, let's say that the 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 you've identified there are two franchise changing quarterbacks, and then there's three guys and Mac Jones and maybe Justin Fields where you think they could be really good, but it's just gonna it's gonna take some time and some development there, right? I think the in that case, I would say the capital that would cost you to move up to get one of the surefire ones. Let's say it's Trevor Lawrence, who's not going to be available, 
But let's say that Zach Wilson is the other surefire one that you think, man, we have to move up into the top four. Um, I just don't think you have you don't have a second round pick this year. Like you're going to have to give up so much to move up. And if you're going to give up that much anyways, why not give up that much to get Deshaun Watson? But none of this is going to happen because the Vikings, I think, are going to try and run it back, like you said, with Kirk Cousins, and they're going to draft for trenches. The other piece of news that came out today from ESPN.com, Giants assistant defensive backs coach Anthony Blevins drawing interest around the league for special teams coordinator openings interviewed recently with the Vikings and the Lions, according to a source. Blevins spent seven seasons as an assistant special teams coach with the Cardinals and Giants. He's known to be honest yet positive and respected <laughs> by players and hopefully more organized than Marwin Malouf was coordinating special teams. According to FootballOutsiders.com, the Vikings special teams unit ranked 31st out of 32 teams in special teams DVOA. They were god-awful, as we all saw, and the statistics bear that out. So I don't let's care. Fix that. I don't care if he's a total jerk. Can he get these guys to play? Can he get them to make a tackle? Can somebody make a tackle? Can Chris Boyd not sabotage the uh, special teams play of the season by basically jumping up and down like it's recess in third grade? I'm going to be open. I'm going to be open. Okay. <laughs> I don't care what this guy does. This guy can rail on players. But yeah, this that was a that was a disaster. I'm telling you, I don't think in my lifetime of watching this team play that I have ever seen the special teams as a whole be this inept and terrible. You know, okay, so like, in, think about all in, of the things in their worst special teams games, like the two blocked punts game. I think they actually may have won a couple of their worst special teams. They games. did win now, the Detroit game. The Dan, there was a Dan Bailey meltdown against the Buccaneers that was problematic. But yep, let's say they had. Let's say they had league average special teams or even like top 10 special teams compared to just being like one of the two worst. Yes. How would it have changed their season? It's it's for sure an extra win, right? Like they would have found an extra win. Well, yeah, because it'd probably be Dallas, right? Because yeah. if, Boy, if Boyd d- d- does not jump up and down and scream, I'm open, I'm going to be open. This is the greatest play of all time. And then he goes too early. They get that play and they probably, I would guess, they score. But here's the thing to me. So so the most damning thing about everything. So everything that special teams goofed up, and there was a ton of things. The most damning thing to me is this one. It's the statistic about, and I think it improved in the last two weeks or the last game against Detroit, about punt return yards, which was mind-boggling low. If you aren't going to return punts, like if you are going to have through 12 games, like 12 yards or something ridiculous, Phil, you can't have fumbles. Like you can't have any. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't muff punts when you're basically fair catching them all. I'll go back to our guy Bobby Wade. Right? Like he didn't return, but he caught the ball. You had muff punts and that's no right return here. It's yards. Like, can we just find someone to literally catch the punt? It's why Marcus <laughs> Sherrill's had a job for so long. Yeah, sure. Marcus Sherrill's had that job because he could return and he was good. Bring him back. But I mean, you understood the. Sorry, I dropped my pen. You understood the pressures of returning punt and it punts, and it's not a fun job. But they had no return yards, and their guy still screwed up. Yeah. I mean, BB had that ball basically go through him, and I think the against it might have been Carolina, and the Vikings got the ball back. But still, that can't happen. Yeah, I agree. It's a, I, I think it probably gets them an extra win or two. I don't think it drastically. I mean, that might that puts them in the playoffs. So I guess it does drastically yeah, change the, just, the course of their season. Needed one more so, win. So uh, all right, the the other this is this is kind of a newsy day here. So uh, ProFootballTalk.com, dot com, and and now that we're getting into this, it's a little bit of 
Usually Thursday on Mackie and Judd is our reckless speculation show. So we're, we're diving in a little early. Reckless speculation. And now that you mention it, Declan has actually demanded that before we get into any sort of speculative discussions about Rodgers or Vikings quarterback, that we do play a disclaimer for you please, all. Please, please do. Okay. In the Minnesota sports media scene, fans are represented by two different yet equally important groups. The homers who play with positivity and don't like to have fun and the realists who prosecute the offenders and recklessly speculate. These are their ideas. Reckless speculation. So this is a safe, fun zone for reckless speculation. Okay, If, you, if you're one of those people in like 2007 who was like, Brett Favre's not going anywhere. They're not going to get rid of Brett Favre. You guys need to stop with that bold bleep. Or if you were one of those people in 2018 or 19 that's like, Brady's not, what? Tom Brady's not going to leave the Patriots? Yeah. That's ridiculous. You guys are just making stuff up, right? Yeah. yeah. Then you need to cool down and, and step aside and and take your little fun police officer vehicles and move them because this is a fun, safe space for speculation about Aaron Rodgers and potentially uh we can talk about Kirk Cousins in these reckless speculation segments. Oh, we're okay? going to go that far? These are fun hypotheticals. I'm not saying that they are going to cross paths. Yeah, because Deshaun Watson. We're just having fun. Not being traded. It's a little reckless speculation. Just no friends. way he gets traded. They won't Zero do it. Zero chance. They won't do yeah. it. Stop with that. Why don't you guys talk more about special teams? Profootballtalk.com. And I read, Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers was sending a message to the team with his postgame comments after Sunday's loss to the Buccaneers. The message likely had multiple tentacles. Here's one. Per a league source, Aaron Rodgers wants a new contract. Reckless speculation. Rodgers should want a new contract, Florio writes. He makes $33.5 million per year. He's going to win the MVP award, and he's getting into the later years of his last deal, which will pay him far less in comparison to other quarterbacks. He's due to make $22 million next year, $25 million the year after, $25 million. So he's actually going to be on a discount for the Packers, even though he's the best quarterback in the NFL right now. He currently ranks fifth in average new money value behind Chiefs quarterback Pat Mahomes, uh, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, and Ben Roethlisberger, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, if Rodgers officially asks for a new contract, he'll definitely get one thing, clarity as to where he stands in the organization. A new deal oh, means yeah. renewed vows. No deal means the clock will still tick toward a potential, if not inevitable, divorce, especially with their first-round pick, Jordan Love, just hanging out and waiting. Reckless speculation. Your thoughts? Oh, so juicy. So, (laughs) so juicy. And for all of you who are going to try and dismiss this, stop. Something's going to happen. Listen, I can hear him walking out of Green Bay for the last time. I can hear it. I don't believe it'll be till 2022, but all of that being said, look, Aaron Rodgers can't be blamed for one thing, and he has not had that one thing since the day that Jordan Love was taken last April in the first round of the draft, and that's clarity. He wants clarity. He's a smart dude. That Sunday presser wasn't some, like, mistake. Like, he was upset, but that wasn't a, 
a he got home and said, I wish I hadn't said all that stuff. It was speculative. It was uh, reckless yeah. of me. I think he wanted to say that stuff the day after the draft. I last think he year, did too. He just swallowed it. But yeah. I don't blame him. And it was smart. And the fact that his coach actively submarine his chance to win that game by kicking the field goal on fourth down, I think emboldened him completely to go down the path that he, he did. And the contract makes perfect sense because now he's going to force their hand to say, do you want me beyond 2022? Because if nothing else, Phil, Brady has proven that a guy like Rodgers is going to try to play until he gets into, you know, 42, 43, right? So I think this is going to be so interesting to watch and unfold. And again, in my opinion, if you're a Vikings fan, you can't lose here. Because the Packers eventually, they didn't take love to to scare Rodgers. They took him because they truly believe at some point there is going to be, say it with me, America, a transition of power in Green Bay. <laughs> yeah. and, and the question is, will it be a peaceful transition of power? Well, they did such a great job with the last transition of quarterback power in right. 2009 I can't, or 2007. I can't see how they screw this one up. Or 08, I guess, is when. But, uh, isn't it gr- the but it's so much fun. It is so much fun. I'd like to take the fun to the next level, if you guys wouldn't mind here. Go, Pat, go! Because I have a an abbreviated miniature pecking order for you. I've got four potential future destinations for Aaron Rodgers ranked based on how much fun they would be. Don't you do it, Phil. Don't you do it! So, Deck, let's fire the music back up here, okay? Because this is, this is going to happen. Aaron Rodgers is going to leave Green Bay... However it happens, whether it's via trade or whether it's a release of some kind or something's going to happen, they've already got the first-round pick replacement. They want to test drive that at some point, right? I'm with you. I don't think – I think it's really hard for it to happen this year. I think all sides come together and they make it work for 2021. And then the Packers probably take a step back or suffer a similarly devastating defeat in the playoffs. And then we're back to where we are, but it's easier than financially to move on after this year. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think this is going to happen until 2022 as well. I wouldn't be shocked if he demanded that it happen this year. But here are four teams I think make sense for Rodgers and would be super fun if they happened. We'll start with number four, the San Francisco 49ers. Now, he's a yeah. he's a Bay Area kid. He yeah. went to Cal. I think Kyle Shanahan, who has been cooking up great offenses as a coordinator and a head coach with mostly non-elite quarterbacks. I mean, Kirk and Matt Ryan, like, good quarterbacks, but he's never had an Aaron Rodgers. So you put together one of the great creative offensive minds and coaches with one of the great quarterbacks of all time, even at age like 38, 39, 40, that could be a fun pairing. Plus, Rodgers... He's much more of a California guy, right, than than a Green Bay, Midwest guy. Absolutely makes perfect sense. Go out to California and enjoy the twilight of your career. So San Francisco, number four. Yep. Number three. Again, this is this isn't ranked on like how likely it's ranked on how much fun it would be, and it kind of makes sense. The <laughs> Chicago San Francisco definitely makes sense. The Chicago Bears. Yep. Ugh. Constantly in search of a quarterback. Yep. Aaron, much like Brett, is going to have a certain percentage of his motivation be tied to wanting to stick it to the Packers, right? It's the reverse Favre in the sense that he'd go to Chicago instead yep. of Minnesota. Absolutely. Go to one of your team's closest rivals and stick it to them twice per year, maybe a third time. Now, if this would probably be, be, this would need to take a year to unfold, so he'd probably have to have a pit stop yep. before he could get to 
the Bears, but it would make perfect sense once that pit stop was done and the Packers lost all control of him. Yeah, I'm trying to think of this scenario. Like the Packers would never trade him to a division rival. Um, I'm they, trying to think of a scenario in which he would just be able to go from Green Bay to a division rival. They, yeah, they'd probably try and trade. My, my guess is if the Packers' hand was forced to try and trade him, they'd probably almost certainly try and do what Ted Thompson did AFC. with Favre. Yes, get him out of the conference. Get him to the Colts or something. Colts would actually make a lot of sense. They're not on my list, but yeah, they would. N- number two on my list. Yep, the New England Patriots. Oh my God! Oh, surgical. Imagine surgical. So the the comparison for almost twenty years has been, or in, twenty years for Brady, but then you know Rogers starting in two thousand eight, so twelve thirteen years has been. Man, Rogers is more talented than Brady, but he never had the infrastructure that Brady had with the greatest coach ever. And go look at the defensive rankings over 20 years for Brady. They're almost always top 10 defenses in New England. Rodgers has had a lot of garbage defenses. What if Rodgers had come up in the Bill Belichick ecosystem? Can you imagine like two or three years of Belichick and Rodgers together making magic up there? And Rodgers. It's pretty fun. And Bill Bill would basically, I think, just let Rodgers do exactly offensively, scheme-wise, what he wanted. And the other thing is, can you imagine the opportunity for Bill, who right now I'm sure is bitter about, you know, that son of a buck Brady goes to Tampa and I don't make the playoffs right. Can you imagine shoving it down Tom's throat with, yes. a, new, with a new love at quarterback? See, that's Aaron why. I... And then Rodgers, whose e- ego would be stroked massively by that, could show every, oh, yeah. Dude, that's, that's oh. why I just don't think, I mean, Bill Belichick's almost 70 years old. I just don't know if he wants to go through, if, if he thinks he has to take on a project rookie like a Mac Jones or something, don't you think he'd rather just plug in yeah. Matt Ryan or Aaron Rodgers and let's just go to work? I think he thought he might do, do that with Cam, and now it didn't work at all. But yeah. yes, I think that the prospect of Rodgers with the Patriots is so seductive on so many levels. Mm-hmm. Back to Purple Daily in just a moment. Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Recently launched My Shield, the online destination for risk management resources if you're a business owner. Think about how helpful it would be for you to have employee training at your fingertips, industry resources that can help your business reach another level of success. That is where My Shield and Federated come in to make sure that you and your company have the tools necessary uh, to have peace of mind and to have frontline protection. You can find out more about my shield at federatedinsurance.com or download the app. And remember, at Federated, it's always our business to protect yours. So many levels. And for Brady to look up to the Patriots now from Florida, look at New England and see Aaron and Bill. Oh, <laughs> it would be fun. It would be fun. Love it. But not as much fun as the number one team. On my future destinations for Aaron Rodgers list, <laughs> none other <laughs> than Aaron Rodgers replacing Kirk Cousins, let's say after 2021, as the Minnesota Vikings quarterback. Like I said on the Bears front, I don't know how it would work because I don't think the Packers would ever, even if it was like every first round pick ever until the end of time, yep. okay, that might sway them. But I just don't see a scenario in which. They would trade him to Chicago or Minnesota, but could they get to a point where, all right, it's just like, it's so economic, like they they can just cut him and they don't have to eat any money, like you know, and, and they're going to have to eat money for the next couple of years based on the way his contract is structured. So, 
I think there has to be a stop somewhere else first. I don't so I don't know how this happens yet, but I think the Vikings would be the most fun by far of all the teams on this list. Finish what Brett Favre started in two thousand nine, Aaron. So let's say the Packers trade him and and th- that they a trade to the Patriots actually makes a lot of sense. Patriots to me, okay? and Colts probably make the most sense. Sure. Right? So but let's say that that if he's smart and he is. Aaron just says, bleep it. I'm going to sign a series of one-year contracts, and much like basketball players, I'm going to chase titles. Like, I don't care who I'm playing for. I'm going to look at every situation, and I'm going to chase what I want, not what the team wants. Goes to the Patriots. Takes a shot there. Maybe wins a Super Bowl. Who knows? Well, at this point in time, if he played on a one-year deal with the Patriots, the Packers and Patriots have lost control, right? Now... Let's say the second year after that, he says, you know what I'd really like to do now? Go shove it up the Packers, you know what, and win a championship. And the Vikings are ordinarily in a pretty good position. That's the one thing about the Bears. The Bears are sometimes, but they're not. The Vikings always always feel, for the most part, yeah. like they're on the precipice of being good. Aaron and Mike Zimmer have a good professional like, yep. respect for each other. I don't know if Zimmer will still be around in 2022. But anyway, but- the point being is if he just goes to a point of chasing titles, you could get him here after he makes an AFC stop. Mm-hmm. So I do think it's plausible. This is headed toward the exact same age-wise AFC he, trade. It's, fa- it's, the, it's the Brett Favre thing. They he's don't know how to divorce. They, 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 my God, like they don't know how to divorce their legendary quarterbacks. They screw it up. It's amazing. <laughs> the same thing is going to happen here, except for the Bart Starr. Except for Bart Starr. But I mean, it, when you think about the parallels in some ways between those two, who when when Rodgers joined the club, couldn't stand Favre. When you think about the now, the parallels, right? The fact that they're aging in Green Bay. And I I still love the fact that 11 years to the day that Favre looked to his right at the Superdome and didn't run, didn't hobble to his right for five yards to set up a field goal attempt. Yeah. Rodgers on third down looked to his right and said, I could run for some yards. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm going to down to back the back. Back across the middle. Back, exactly. He threw the same pass. It just didn't get picked. Yeah, back across the middle. Um, amazing parallels. Let's uh, let's actually save. You've, you've got, we'll save it for tomorrow. You have a team that the Vikings should be looking at with envy in the AFC. But, um, yeah, I mean, give us your, your thoughts. Do you, do you think that this will actually happen? Not Aaron to the Vikings, but you can comment on that too. But throw us a line in our YouTube comment section, youtube.com slash Podcast. Do you think this thing is actually headed for a divorce with the Vikings' biggest rival, or are cooler heads going to prevail on Aaron's side and he's just going to ride this thing out and go back to training camp, business as usual? But I think after 2021, I don't see how it continues to work. And by the way, the clock is ticking on Love's contract. Yeah, the value like, there like is the, the value yeah. is the rookie contract, which yes. is a five year contract. Okay, year one's done. That's fine, right? Year two, probably going to, to be done. Well, now I'm down to three years. I need for him to play in 2022, don't I? Yeah, yeah 100%. Like, I need to. 100%. But, I mean, I, I made a choice. They also, I mean, they did the same thing with Aaron Rodgers back in the day. I think the contracts were different then, but I think that was a four- or five-year contract, too, that was probably a little bit more compared to what a late first-round pick would be now because I don't think they had the rookie uh, draft no, scaling. They, they didn't have it back then. Uh, but they wasted three years of him being on a cheap deal, too. And now they want they wound up winning a Super Bowl in like year two or three of him being a starter. But um, anyhow, it's a fun discussion. Jordan Love, picking Jordan Love started a clock ticking that you can't stop. Agreed.
Agreed. Uh, they should actually, if they're, if they're going to keep Rodgers and give him an extension, they should trade Jordan Love for like a second-round pick. I don't know what he would even garner because no one's really seen him do anything. He hasn't even played in a preseason game because of COVID. So, all right, I'm Phil Mackey. That's Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff, and that's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily. Write that down predictions tomorrow on the show.